now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes your guest. She's a comedian whose jokes are so clean you're going to want to eat your dinner off of them. It's Jenna Kim Jones. And he's a real man's man, a dude's dude, and a guy's father. It's Hashtag Al. He's a writer and comedian whose shirt has earned him free admission to all of Pasadena's most exclusive douchebag clubs. It's Jordan Morris. Chef Jeff is here, fresh off his trip to Ireland, where, through a wild chain of events, he's become the newest lord of the dance. My husband Daniel saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little goober peas. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. That particular carbohydrate, and yes, it's a real one. It is another word for boiled peanuts. Uh, comes to us via Patreon. Patreon. <laughs> From Kathleen Breakfield. Yes, I am on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen is where you go for all sorts of bonus content, behind the scenes stuff. I feel like I need a synonym for content. Material. What have you? You can see video of what you're hearing right now. Patreon people get that reward. Uh, there's a level where you can text me and I will text you back. Uh, you can get bonus episodes of my Patreon bonus podcast. It's called The Friend Zone. Just had Daniel on. Before that, I had Betsy Sodaro on. I've had pretty much uh, anyone you can think of. And I do mean anyone. Any, I challenge, think of one person I haven't had on. James Just think K. of Polk. one. Who, who'd you say? James K. Polk. I've had James K. Polk on twice. Wow. And then one more time. The first time was James K. Polk. Uh-huh. The second time was James K. Polk Returns. And the third mm-hmm. time was the return of James K. Polk. And then it's going to have to be James K. Polk Returns again because you got to change it up each time. It's becoming really hard. Yeah. Did he Did he go there? Did Polk like get real with you? He went there and then some. Whoa. I said, reel it in, JKP. <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a little much even for me. Yeah. I was, uh, I said, not the time and not the place, mister. And so we don't talk anymore. Uh, all that. And you can call us carbohydrate. Tell me what carbohydrates to call people. And if you sign up for a year, you get two months free or you can just do it month by month. Month by month. Month by month. It's really up to you. Um, this is such a fun show. I am delighted and tickled already, as I hope you are too. I can't wait to say hello to my guests. And I'm just going to start with someone that I never start with because a running joke is that I say hello to Tony Thaxton like 40 minutes into the show. Sometimes I forget. But filling in for Tony because he is on tour right now with his dumb rock band is Colonel, AK, or you might know him as Chef Jeff, who was in the Tony chair before there was a Tony chair for years. Jeff, welcome back. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. So nice to see you again. You too. <laughs> I miss you guys. We miss you. Now, Jeff let us know right before we recorded that he has a little bit of a cold. He ha- he didn't realize this because he's he hasn't talked to anyone for three days. 
but uh, his voice might go out. So uh, that's what I call stakes, people. Will he make it through the show? No one knows. Will you? Keeping it interesting. I know. Thank you. I love a little <laughs> bit of drama. Also joining us straight from Texas. What? <laughs> Is And <laughs> not from Texas. That was the weirdest thing. My brain, this is what happened. Look, I'm just going to say it. It's Jenna Kim Jones and hashtag Al. This is what happened. My brain said straight from Peachtree City. And then I'm like, that's too specific. And then I'm like, where they have a golf cart, just say Georgia. And out came Texas. I don't know what happened. Hello. Welcome. Thank you. Happy to be here. You don't live in Texas, right? I don't think so. Do we? Last time I checked, no. I defer we, to Al for all that We wanted to choose knowledge. a swing state. That's where we wanted to be. So <laughs> yeah. we thought Ohio, but then that was mm, Ugh, Georgia. Winter. Georgia. No, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Ohio, no. No, mm-hmm. but yes to Georgia. I don't know. Um, have you heard them called goober peas? No, but we've Never. had boiled peanuts a few times. They are... They're goober peas. <laughs> I actually I, feel like it yeah. is a accurate description of what you are eating. They're you're, slimy. They taste like beans. You, you know, you're you right now. Before this episode even comes out, your friend and mine, Mary Catherine Ham, is she firing them. off uh, probably a fiery direct message because it's her like boiled peanuts are her favorite food. I think. Listen, MK, text me, girl. Tell me where to get the right ones. I. I don't hate them, but I think it's a thing that you have to grow up eating. Like, once you've eaten it so many times, you go like, oh my goodness, these are so good. Because they're salty. They're fun to eat. But they are also very slimy. What's the fun of eating them, though? You have to open it up. It's hot. Yeah. You have it's different like flavors in them. But yeah, I, sunflower seeds. There's like a flavor to it. Unless you're a cockatoo. No, thank you. I mean, sunflower seeds in the shell, No. Yeah, but Unless, some people love that. I have family members who just like buckets of sunflower seeds. Again, I think it's something you like grow up doing and then you're like, this is fun. And then other people are like, I don't. I don't get I it. Don't. It's so Why? much work for the return. Yeah. Yeah. Again, never had a boiled peanut, nor have I had a goober pea, but maybe one day. Jordan Morris, hello. Hi. Also you, not from Texas. Uh, you know, I was born in Beaumont, Texas. What? Yeah. I knew it. <laughs> I know. Uh, no, I, I lived in, in uh, I was born in Beaumont, Texas. I lived there. We lived there till I was like three. And then my family moved to Orange County where I grew up. So I think I don't, I don't, you know, talk about the wide open plains of, Beaumont? you know, Texas. Texas. Or, you know, str- stride around in a 10 gallon hat. But, but I, I was technically born there. But I do, I do consider Orange County to be where I grew up. So. It's like on some level I knew that there was yeah. a Texan among us. Like you were setting me up for this awesome story about <laughs> living in Texas till I was three. And boy, did it pay off. <laughs> yeah. Have you had a boiled peanut or goober pea? No, but when, when y'all were talking about the uh, uh, the work involved in getting the peanuts, I was kind of like, tell me more because I'm a, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a fidgety man. I enjoy, you know, messing around with something, a rubber band, clicking a pen. These are things I really like. Um, at the height of fidget cubes, I was like, yes, more. 
more clicks, more buttons, gimme, gimme. <laughs> um, so yeah, when you mentioned that there was a like work intensive snack that I would have to use my little fingies to get, um, I was all ears. Tell me, tell me where to get these guys. And especially because, and I'm not blowing up your spot. That's what the kids say, right? Because you've talked about it on the show. You've been like trying to adhere to a diet and it's been working for you, Jordan. So I feel like this combines your passions of fidgeting and being like calorie conscious. Yeah. It's a boiled peanut, a a snack for somebody who's watching the waistline. I I don't know. Well, actually, probably not really because, well, it's protein. Yeah. Nuts in general are a pretty good snack, better than a, you know, better than a potato chip, certainly. I guess what I'm saying, though, is that like you got to put, you know, it like takes time and effort. So it seems like. It seems I'll be like exhausted after opening yeah. all these peanuts. <laughs> For right. me, it just, it's, it's, it's just slowing down the delivery. Yes. Like, I can't oh, I right. eat yeah. 12 can't a minute. Just... I can right. only eat a cup, two a minute. Like those bowls for dogs where it's like a labyrinth and you put the kibble. I don't know if they have these for cats. I don't know if cats need something like this. But like for your chubby dog, they'll have a bowl where... It's slow. It's like a slow feeder. They can't scarf it down because they have to really work at getting the kibble into their mouth. It's cruel in a way. Yeah, that I do. I have a chubby cat who will often eat so fast that she throws up. So I think she definitely needs a little maize. And maybe I need a little maize for when I get the Tapatio flavored Doritos. Oh, (laughs) have you had these? I didn't know there was was such a thing. It sounds amazing. Yeah. Not a Dorito guy, not a, you know, a Dorito is one of those things where I I want like three of them at a barbecue and I'm done. Um but I had the Tapatios and I'm like, this is it. I just want to eat this whole bag in the dark. Wow. <laughs> Why the dark? Because of the shame? Yeah, a little little shame attached to it. And hey, you know, I'm revealing some baggage here, and maybe I need to proudly eat an entire bag of Doritos out, yes! in, out in the light, out in public. Look at Absolutely. me, world. It's 2022, Jordan. We yeah, are done nice. with shame. Hello. I Goodbye. I don't know, but I say it proudly. <laughs> I'm going to well. do it. You know, I'm going to go to a crowded <laughs> mall. <laughs> and I'm I just need gonna- the whole bag. Yeah, I'm going to sit down at the fountain or wherever, eat a bag of chips and say, look at, look at me. This is me. If you don't, if you can't handle me at my and eat an entire bag of Doritos, you don't deserve me at my try to eat a boiled peanut. <laughs> Has anyone had the chili flavored Fritos yet? Yeah. No. They're yes. pretty good. And they yeah. actually, they actually taste like chili. I just thought uh, they were going to taste like some weird extra beef thing, but it tastes uh, like chili. Chili is in the stew, not like the, the pepper? Correct. Correct. Gotcha. Yep. I'm into mm-hmm. both. Yep. Did you know, speaking of uh, the place from which you hail, you, Jordan, not yes. Jenna and Al, <laughs> that apparently, and I might be saying something that's obvious to everyone, we are just starting with Snapchat. It's nuts. I figured we'd get to that later because I should let every, just to let everyone know where this is headed. For people who like to have a roadmap, Jeff was just in Ireland and he sent us some Irish snack chats. So this is the first time. This is the first time in the entire pandemic that we're going to do a proper snack chat where we will each, except for Jordan, sorry, uh, be but Jordan will do it with his mind, be able to taste the thing that we're <laughs> tasting and talk about it. Um, 
which I'm very excited about. But anyway, uh, real Texans get angry about putting beans in chili. To me, chili has beans in it, but that's like not a, a, a acceptable thing, I guess. Really? Yes. Yeah. Mm. That's like a total thing. Yes. I thought that was yes. standard. No, apparently not. Hmm. Jenna, what do mm-hmm. you know? I have been to several chili cook-offs where this is just a very heated debate that beans do not belong in chili. It should mm. just be meat, tons of meat, basically, and maybe some vegetables, tomatoes, whatever you put in that you like. But yeah, there's like a real, I don't know why or what's wrong with beans, but there is like a team bean, no bean situation. Yeah. 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 I I get a little bit, I get a little bit exhausted at the people who are super intense about those regional food differences. I have a like ceiling for that when if someone's like from New York is like yelling at me about pizza or whatever. Right. I definitely like, I have fun with that for about four minutes. But if someone like, if someone really gets in your face about it, I, I, I just want to like curl up and not have the conversation anymore. You don't want to just dig in and be like, no, Detroit pizza is the best pizza. It's the only pizza that I, yeah. You don't want to do that. Yeah. Just start a war. Yeah, and I like. By the, I'm not. I'm not saying we should shut down the conversation topic on the podcast. I like it, and I like talking to all of you. But I feel like y- you'll get approached by these intense uh, dudes, usually, uh, probably some complicated facial hair who really want to shake you down about what should or shouldn't go on a hot dog. <laughs> In, yes, Jordan, how do you feel about that commercial from our youth that was like pace? Get a rope. Oh yeah. I mean looking back on that, they were threatening threatening violence, uh, yeah. uh, uh hanging or or a uh, horse worse. dragging. Over what? That it was Pace Picante. Yeah, it was Conte. salsa from from like it wasn't from the real place, like New, New York, York City. City. Oh, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. right, which is we, we know what that's code for in the salsa and and other world. Anyway, you guys. Yeah. There, we have a lot to I'm get tired to. of these salsa dog whistles. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. We have a lot to get to. I need to hear about Ireland. Um just I just to fill everyone in. Uh there was um, a COVID exposure at Elliot's school, so we don't have childcare right now. So Daniel's inside watching the kids. So far, so good. Elliot did sneeze once, though, and I was like, "What's going on?" But I think I truly think it was just a sneeze. <laughs> I am on guard, though. Um, but I think that they'll be joining us for snack chat. And um, Oh, 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 oh. We d- it's been a while since we've done advice on the show. However, I received a question from a listener saying, I don't even know if you guys do advice anymore, but I have a question. And I could barely wait until the recording of this show because I was like, I am on fire with how I feel about this. And I wanted to just answer her privately, but I didn't want to deprive everyone of this. But first, I have to get to something less important, but it's that's, on my mind. That's why you're a pro, Rose, and always thinking <laughs> about the content. Think about the content. What can we? What can we make into content? We got to get this out there. I, I, I admire you, Thank content you. creator. IP. You got to think of your IPs. This that's IP, right. Yes, this is now IP and can be turned into a <laughs> Disney Plus show. That's right. Thank you. <laughs> the advice okay. segment. So, having a conversation with someone about um, 
new, this is the most odious conversation, by the way. And that's not a reference to uh, the character from Garfield. A conversation about like (laughs) things we've noticed young people saying and doing that Mm -hmm. just are like working our nerves and bugging us. And she said that actually, wait, first I'm going to have, okay, I know I'm all over the place. Jenna, can you pronounce the word S-I-N-G-E-R? Singer? S-I-N-G-E-R? Yeah. I Doesn't that spell singer? Correct. Yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm like, I'm too dumb, I think, to answer this question. Okay. You thought it was going to be some like fake out. We're like, no, wrong. Yes. Like, I'm pretty sure that's just the word singer, right? Yeah. Now do like a H-A-N-G-E-R, like that you put your clothes on. Hanger? Okay. All right. So she was saying if she feels like you're, you're passing with flying did I, colors. I did it right. Okay. You're passing with flying colors. She has noticed a lot of people pronouncing the G like in no. words like singer. Ugh. And I said, I think that's a Utah thing. Hence, I wanted to hear mm. how you say it. Uh-huh. Oh, I um, see. Because if you pronounced it that way, I was going to have to swerve and pivot quickly. (laughs) Um, But you guys have done your impression of the Utah accent before. Is that a little bit Utah-y? Singer. Yeah. Well, I feel like it's almost a, it sounds like uh, more like an Instagram influencer or something. Oh, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a really great singer. And I hang all of my designer clothes on my hangers. And I really enjoy um, those kinds of... I'm trying to think of another word like that. Nope. Well, I wear I, ring, I, yes, ring I just, on my, my fingers. I was going to say fingers. Finger well. Yeah, there you go. This is fun. And <laughs> that is how you I, say finger. I, it's just... It sounds... But see, the thing is, a lot of influencers, a lot... Are from Utah. Of the really famous ones are from Utah. Really? So Do you have any explanation be, for that? No, but so many. I mean, there have been articles written about, like, why are all of these influencers from Utah? As so many. I went to high school with some of them. Really? Like, there are so many. It's bizarro land. I don't know if it's whatever. And there was so, that, that whole mom talk thing. Oh, well, that's a whole thing. I just learned about that one. That was... Whew. So swingers, that, swinger, <laughs> <laughs> and they were, were they Mormon too? I don't Supposedly. know. Supposedly, yeah. yeah. I, My guess is yes. I only heard about that. I haven't seen Jordan. Do you know what we're talking about? Uh, no, please. Um, on this Hash- topic, I would love to linger. <laughs> linger, linger. Do you have to let it hey linger? Hey. Um, uh, so hashtag mom talk on TikTok. I haven't seen, I haven't watched it's, any of the videos though. Me neither. But, so it's, my friend was explaining to me, okay. I'm not on TikTok. And so I was like, mom talk, like mom's talk. And they're like, no, dumb, dumb. TikTok, <laughs> mom talk. Right. Yeah. So I had to do that in my head first. And then I'm like, anyway, I just learned about this as well. Sorry, Allison. There's no, also, it's okay. There's also a book talk when I was uh, like, talking to book promo people about how to promote promote the book 
they talked a lot about, oh, you have to get on book, book yes. talk. Yes. It's like bo- bookstagram of the TikTok yes, world. Yes, yes. Okay. It, I know nothing. There's yes, any, yes. There, anything you can think of, there's the corner of TikTok devoted to talk. that. Yeah. Yes. Um, we should, I should get on pod talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so I guess it's like there's the, there are these Mormon mom TikTok personalities. Jenna, stop me if I'm saying it, if it's wrong, but that it turns out that they, but are they related to the real housewives? I don't think like so. City? No, okay. I don't think so. I think it's literally just a bunch of moms. They're all friends, suppose like they're friends, and then they were swingers, sort of. And they're swinging. Soft, soft, <laughs> soft. They call it soft swingers. What does that mean? Um, they nothing, everything but actual sex. Intercourse. Just, just a lot of hugging. Hugging a lot of other people's I don't, spouses. I don't, it's like a lot of... I don't even understand it. But apparently one of them... This is... I honestly have read four seconds of an article and I'm going to act like I know everything, but I don't. <laughs> so there are people who are going to have to correct me. But essentially, this is what my friend told me. She said that they were... So, there's a group of people. They're all famous on, on TikTok and... They're soft swingers, which I don't totally understand, except two of them went all the way. Ooh. They swung oh. all the way. That they ran third base out. and got waved home. Yes. I'm, and actually, now- I'm actually a soft serve swinger, which means I <laughs> get ice cream with other people's wives. <laughs> and just and, chat. But that's it. That's it. Yeah. It's like, I totally, again, don't totally understand. But it came out like it was something happened and now right. they know. And so one of them might be getting divorced, but it's kind of unclear. But they're all supposed to be best friends. Oh, my God. You were just supposed to French kiss him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. How we draw, we to- drew the line at 69ing. <laughs> what you did was disgusting. <laughs> that was not canoodling. <laughs> Imagine policing that. My word. Yeah, I don't again, this is really basic. I have I I actually have it like in the back of my mind like go figure out what's going on because <laughs> someone's going to ask you about it and here we are and I didn't get to it yet. But Should we all pause and <laughs> take 5 minutes to read the article? <laughs> I mean, we right? could or we could just let someone fill us in That'd be great. on uh on Twitter. on Twitter. I feel like <laughs> what hashtag should they use? Hashtag oh. soft swing. Soft swing, yes. Okay. All right. Well, this actually leads us into the advice. Jeff, play something to indicate um, an advice question. Didn't we have an advice something something? I feel like we did at one point. What do I got? Horrendous accent alert. (laughs) That's as close as I have. Does that work? That works. (laughs) Okay. Hi, Allison. Longtime listener with some advice needed. I'm not sure if you even still do your advice segment anymore, but I'm writing with the hopes that you do. And then she put bullet points. I love that. The facts. My boyfriend and I are both 36. We've been dating for nearly five years. We love each other and have a generally good relationship. I have a health issue that makes traveling difficult. It is not impossible. And with some planning and effort, it can be done. Boyfriend loves traveling. The problem. 
Because of my health issue, boyfriend went on a trip to Asia several years ago without me. He went with a female friend. Let's call her Jolene. Jolene is married and has a child. <laughs> I have never gotten a full explanation as to why her husband does not travel with her. I expressed that I was not totally comfortable with my boyfriend traveling with another woman, but this was described as a once-in-a-lifetime trip that he had the opportunity to go on. I never want to stop him from doing something he loves because of my problem, so ultimately, though I was not comfortable with who he was going with, I didn't put up much resistance to the whole thing. This trip was not something that would have been possible for me to do with my health issue. It was humiliating during and after the trip when people would ask who he was traveling with and I would have to tell them it was Jolene. The pandemic curtailed any traveling for the last couple of years, so this hasn't been an issue, but it has come up uh, sorry, so this hasn't been an issue that has come up again until now. Boyfriend came home the other night and said he was planning another trip with Jolene. I was very upset that he was going on another trip with her. He said I am vilifying him and he was offended that I don't trust him and then said that my feelings were a me problem and it wasn't his problem that I feel this way. He said traveling is important to him and it is something he needs to do. When I pointed out how hurtful it is to me, he said one, uh, he didn't ask me if I wanted to go, wait, sorry. Uh, when I pointed, you know what? I'm just going to put my glasses on. Hang on a second. <laughs> When I pointed out how hurt, thank you. When I pointed out how hurtful it is to me that he one didn't ask me if I wanted to go as well, or two didn't try to plan something with me to begin with, he said that traveling with me is difficult and not that fun, and sometimes he can't do all the things he wants because of me. While all that is true, it was extremely hurtful to hear the person I love basically tell me that my health issue is a real bummer for him. What is making this sting so much is that. It is actually a trip I could likely handle. No, it wouldn't be exactly what he has planned now, but it is a place I would probably be able to go. I told him that I find it hurtful that he would say that and also hurtful that he doesn't care how it makes me feel that he is going to travel with another woman. When I asked why he couldn't find someone else to go with, he just mumbles something about not knowing anyone else who wants to travel. Additional uh, information. Jolene is in the same general friend group that boyfriend and I have. We also all work at the same company. Boyfriend and Jolene occasionally go for walks together. Jolene is well aware that I was not super into the idea of her and boyfriend traveling together by themselves. Despite knowing this, she once did a full five minutes on how funny she thought it was when they were in Asia that many people thought she and boyfriend were married. She continued while I sat there, I'm sure looking uncomfortable, until finally another person at the table said, well, it is a bit unusual for a man and woman not dating to go or to do this. The question, am I being crazy? It is weird, right, that they travel together. He is disrespecting me, right? Shouldn't he care about me enough to want to travel with him, even if it might be difficult? Um, uh, this is an extreme example, but all I keep thinking is, what if I were in a wheelchair? Would he then end up saying that being with someone in a wheelchair is a bummer in general, and therefore he's done with me? My heart says I need to leave. I feel I am being disrespected and don't want to spend the rest of my life feeling like this while he leaves for three weeks every year to gallivant around the world with another woman, but I fear I am being unreasonable with my feelings. Am I crazy for feeling this way? I don't want to throw away the life we have built and any possibility of a future, but I just can't... Uh, feel like this and continue. He feels traveling is non-negotiable. He knows my feelings about who he has chosen to travel with and how I feel disrespected when he doesn't try to plan something with me. Any thoughts or advice would be appreciated. A fan needing advice. And then I, boiling over, wrote back a follow-up question. What is the sleeping arrangement when they travel? And she said, 
They share a hotel room or an Airbnb, which may be a room or apartment depending on where they are. And when I very, very clearly said I was not comfortable with this, the retort from boyfriend was, it's not like we share a bed. Now, <laughs> thank you. I have had my head down reading this the whole time, so I haven't been able to see everyone's expression. What is your reaction to this? This is the most Reddit career uh, relationship advice question yeah. ever. Very yeah. Reddit. Yes. I'd like to offer to get uh, soft serve with this woman sometime. <laughs> uh, uh, leave him. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, absolutely. What? I mean, obviously, we're just getting one side, but I cannot imagine what he would say or explain to make me not think this is the biggest dick in the history of fucking dicks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah, nothing there's... there's nothing redeeming. Uh, no, this here. sucks. I don't think. fuck this. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> I'm I Kate. In the beginning, does she are they they're not married and they don't have children together or Correct. they do? Correct. They've been together for 5 years and they're in love is what she says. But no, they're not uh Okay. We love each other and have a generally good relationship. But no kids or Correct. anything. Correct. Correct. And also she didn't mention anything about like plans to get married or anything like that. Right, yeah. right. I think that you have to move on. I think it's like it's yeah. I I would say here's you need to find someone who is going to live life the same way you're going to live life, right? Like if you want this guy needs to find a girl who wants to go travel all the time. Mm-hmm. She needs to find someone who can maybe adapt to whatever or who wants the light because some people don't want to travel all the time some people are fine with whatever right yeah so you should find someone who can align with you and go in that direction together yes yeah i concur and there was there was a line in there towards the end of it where she said something to the effect of this isn't working and i can't go on like this that's your answer right there i i think it's not that it could be not weird that he is traveling with another woman. But, I mean, I have gal pal friends that I have traveled with. But if you're dating someone, for you to pull that off, you have to do a lot of patty cake. Like, you need to really go out of your way to be like, I know, but trust me, everything's cool. You know, this is this is not a thing. And he's not doing any of that. He's not doing anything to comfort her and to make her feel comfortable. And in fact, he's just kind of, making her feel bad for feeling weird about it at yeah. all. She, he's not trying at all. And I think that's your answer right there. That's the red flag to me is that he doesn't seem to care about her feelings and he seems to be acting indignant and inconvenienced by her feelings. Right. Like, I don't know where you go from there. Her feelings are not a her problem. It's a relationship problem. Yeah. And... I mean, I read it to Daniel, or I I ran it, but I didn't read it, but I ran it by Daniel. And Daniel, this is a, this is going to be a bummer for her to hear. So this is just his stab at it. But he's like, oh, something's going on between them. The fact that they're sharing a room and things like that. And that I was like, like, well, it. she's married. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what the fuck? I I don't necessarily I don't necessarily think that, but I don't know. I don't know. It's it, the whole it. it it, the whole situation makes me uncomfortable. It seems like it's maybe like, even if they're not like doing anything, it seems like perhaps as much an emotional affair as mm-hmm. it is with, you know, 
a yeah even if it's not physical or whatever it does seem like there's yeah there's there's that other element of it there too the only way it could work is if the the traveling woman is really good on good terms and good friends with the wife if they were really good friends and there was some trust there and it was like yeah she's like his sister right she really felt like that that would be one thing but that doesn't seem to be the case Maybe nothing is going on between the two of them, but they're definitely crossing a line or getting really close to crossing a line. And he doesn't seem to be concerned with that appearance that he's crossing a line. Right. That's what's weird. Yeah, I I think. and, And it's one of those things where it's like, all right, maybe there's someone else he would date that would be like okay with this someone who is just like so you know just doesn't care about this and i think it's just it it is kind of what jenna said it is like okay this guy wants to live his life in this way where he takes trips with you know other people of you know various genders and they share hotel rooms and (laughs) and it's like all right well you know whether or not you're we're comfortable with that is is a thing but like more importantly you're not comfortable with that and it's yeah. it's it the thing you want is not insane the thing you want is fine and if you like you know want that then you should have it i don't think anybody would tell you that what you want is out of line like Mm-mm. again maybe there is someone he can date who is like yeah cool go for it and he should date that person, you know? Right. And if and yeah, like what you want isn't crazy. And I think that's like something that is good to hear sometimes when you're... Because I think we are kind of taught a little bit to like doubt what we want or to like think that we're being unreasonable. And I think that happens a lot. And I'm, I'm, I'm positive that happens more for women than it does men. Um, so yeah, I think sometimes it's it's nice to hear that like what you want isn't crazy. And sharing a hotel room? Yeah, yeah what's up with I that? know. I I know. I, I have that. a lot of like I I am a guy who has like a lot of friend, you know, I have a lot of female friends. I have uh uh and it like absolutely in the past I have like dated people who have felt weird about it and you know, I will totally like I'm sure at some point I have been inconsiderate and you know, hopefully I've learned from that, but like yeah, at even at my most pally aroundy with a female friend i don't think i would share a hotel room if i was dating somebody well and if you're going on a three-week trip that's a pretty expensive trip so it's not like you know i've shared hotel rooms with god knows who because you know we were all yeah that too it's not like we're driving to the hoover dam and need to like stop yeah i know like (laughs) another country it's another country yeah when i was a broke 20 early 20 something you know and a bunch of people would dogpile into a room or whatever that's fine but it's like sure you're going for three weeks and you all have a job where you work together you can't get separate hotel rooms like that's yeah that too that's that's a little much anyway for this to be cool this guy would really have to be making a really big effort to make her feel comfortable and he's not doing that at all he's actually making her feel wildly uncomfortable for even questioning it and i don't I don't think that's a great sign. Jenna had to, uh, when we first started dating, Jenna had to get really okay because I had a work wife. Mm -hmm. Oh, really? I constantly referred to this lady and I'd say, oh, yeah, we'll call her uh, Jolene. 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 We'll call her Jolene. (laughs) Oh, yeah, Jolene, we're going out to dinner tonight. 
And she'd be like, who is this Jolene? Well, I just finally flat. We'd only been dating for a few weeks, but he kept talking about Jolene all the time. So I finally just said, like, y'all, you need to give me the information <laughs> on this Jolene. What is her situation? Like, Why do you hang out all the oh, time? Oh, and, and like, well, we both, <laughs> we both, we would travel to the same hospitals together to work. And I'm like, oh, no, when we go out to dinner, sometimes the servers will go like, are you here with your grandson? Oh, and I'm like, no, no, colleagues. We're colleagues. Uh. I'm like, yeah, no, there's like 35 Aww, Are you here with difference. your colleague? <laughs> yeah. Like, Such a lovely uh, couple of colleagues. <laughs> like, oh. And she's like, no, I like it because I, sometimes I hope they think maybe we're dating. And I got this extremely younger man. I'm like, okay, Joe. Okay, yeah, so. so I had to figure that out. And then I was like, it's fine. We're good. <laughs> you and Jolene, she sounds great. I, I, I like her a lot. <laughs> No, I think you, this girl, you got to put away all those insecurities like, am I crazy? Is this wrong? Whatever. And and it's going to take a lot because if you do end up ending this relationship, you're still going to work with him unless you get a new job as well. Angela. It's going to be very God, difficult. Yeah, what a fucking shit show. It's, they all work it's together. Going, yes, yeah, I mean, it's hideous <laughs> and it's going to be awful and you're probably going to feel bad about yourself or maybe like what if I don't find anyone else all of those terrible thoughts are going to cross your mind but the reality is I'm I'm saying this like I'm actually talking to her but you are not crazy he is not treating you well if this is not a relationship you want to be in it's okay to walk away even if you think you're in love even if you feel like you're in love that's not the life you want that's right and look into this the sunk cost fallacy oh yes ACY so there's a little bit of that there where, oh, right. I, we've been going out for five years. I don't want to give this up. Not a factor. And maybe tell him the next time he goes to Thailand for three weeks or whatever, you're going to rent out the bedroom to uh, some guy from the Netherlands that's backpacking across the U.S. That is the hottest area of the world. The Netherlands. <laughs> it's right there in the name, huh? There's a little bit of gaslighting going on too, I think. There's yeah, total totally. gaslighting. Yeah. I almost like I I almost feel like I'm wondering he's it's all and maybe it's all subconscious, but I almost feel like he's like calling her bluff, like like um like treating sabot- like sabotaging the relationship. Yeah, like mm. I I dare you. <laughs> I dare you to stay with me or something. Like Right. He's almost like I can do whatever I want. I know this isn't fair because I don't know what's going on. But his behavior is like he doesn't care whether she sticks around or not. It's it's it, it seems like it. It seems and again, I like you said, this is gonna sound harsh and but it's almost like abusive in that like, well, you have a medical condition and I can just do whatever I want and you are just gonna stay with me. Yeah. And great. This is, you know, I get whatever I want. And that's gross. That's not fair to you at all. You know? And even yeah. like... Because he was using her own stuff against her. Because like, here's the thing. Like, that's and I, mean. And I feel like I suspect it's the same with Jen and Al. Like, if Daniel felt strongly about something, even if I thought it was insane, and I'm sure there have been things right. like that, because I love him and, bec- and and because we are in a relationship together... I would, it's still important to me, even if I, like I said, even if I think it's insane, unfair, irrational, 
it still matters to me and vice versa. Right. I'm sure there's plenty of things that we both have some de- like, I don't get it, but because you feel that way, it's important to me and we'll find it, you know? So even right. if he know, like, let's say there, even if there's nothing going on between him and Jolene and he feels like this is silly, you should be totally fine with them traveling together. It should be important to him that he's not making you feel insecure and he right. instead doesn't seem to give one shit and that's what's pissing me off yeah this is and this is minor this is absolutely not his worst uh infraction but can, can we stop making travel a personality everyone can <laughs> oh, we stop honestly, i just love i'm alive when i'm traveling shut the fuck up everybody likes staying every lady likes traveling Stop. How do we feel about about travel? Oh, I love all the museums when I travel and the food when I shut up. Yeah. How do we feel about Oh, really? You like to travel? Oh, you like to do that thing that everybody likes to do that everybody has people, everybody saves up a ton of money to go do. Imagine that. It's like when a horoscope says, like, you love being, you love, you love your loved ones, but you also like a little alone time. Yeah, everyone. That's all humans. All humans in the fucking world to a different degree sometimes. But yeah, anyway, travel. Oh, I just love, shut up. I also well, feel like I'm there's get, a little I'm, bit. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, go, Jeff. No, no, no. After you. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I'm the opposite. Like, I make my personality like, why would I want to go anywhere and sleep in a bed that's <laughs> this, not mine? This that's is revolutionary. less comfortable, this. okay? Like, come on. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, sorry, Jeff, go ahead. Gross. <laughs> but with this guy, yeah. I, feel like, I feel like there's a little bit of, he doesn't really want to be in this relationship. and That's what I was trying to get he, at, yeah. Yeah, and maybe. he's misbehaving and so he's going to put it upon her to end mm-hmm. the relationship and then say, oh, well, I'm a good guy. She just dumped me because I like to travel and she didn't want to. I <laughs> love your like, dumb guy voice. Do yeah, that's my dumb <laughs> guy voice. Sounds a little like uh, Joey Ramone. <laughs> Welcome to my nightmare. Do they live together? I don't, that I don't know. I oh, suspect they do. It's even worse. Yeah. yeah. God, nightmare. I think, Allison, I think you nailed it. He... Regardless of what's going on, or if it's weird that he's traveling with a woman, he should give a shit. Yeah. yeah he should mean. give a shit he's about mean. the appearance. He should give yeah. a shit about her feelings. And that's that's the red flag. He does not give a shit. Uh, this guy sucks. You deserve better. Yeah, you can do better. And you, she knows it. She said in her, she knows in her heart she has to go. So, you know. Do we, it. Yeah. Do sometimes you, know you, you just need do. confirmation from a podcast. Sometimes you need a <laughs> podcast you need, to tell you right. you're doing the right thing. Yeah. Some randos <laughs> yeah. in Georgia right. or Texas <laughs> or wherever. I write to the Slate Political Gab Fest before I make every decision. <laughs> they never the help great, me out. The great advice from the great Phil Rosenthal that he said on your show, Allison, always quit. <laughs> I know. That was, I love that. <laughs> always quit. <laughs> Listen, you guys. Too often you have to choose between snacks that are delicious or snacks that are good for you. Finally, there's one that's delicious, good for you, and good for the planet. I'm talking about Airly. These are crackers that are climate-friendly. Airly recently launched the world's first climate-friendly crackers that actually remove greenhouse gases from the air. They put their carbon footprint right on the package. Each box removes between 18 and 21 grams of carbon dioxide from the air. Available in four delicious sweet or savory flavors, including cheddar, sea salt, chocolate, and my personal favorite, salted caramel. Whole... 
grain oats. Whole grain oats are always the number one ingredient and they are made with 100% real cheese, cocoa, butter, and brown sugar. Uh, I enjoy all of them and I love that they're good for the planet and they taste great. We have all of them here. Well, we don't anymore because we, we went through the box of salted caramel crackers so fast. Uh, they're all, the sea salt ones are really good. The cheddar, they're all really good. We still have some of the chocolate ones left. Um, but those are going to be gone really fast too. But I need to get my hands on more of the salted caramel and more of the sea salt. Um, but I'll take, I'll take airily if you're listening, I'll take more of all of them. Please, or I'll just go out and buy them. Uh, they're available at select retailers and online at Amazon.com and Airly Foods. Go to Airly Foods, A-I-R-L-Y foods.com slash best friend to, to take a delicious bite at a climate change. And be sure to use our promo code best friend at checkout to save 25% off your order. Plus, Airly is so confident you'll love these things. They're backed by 100% satisfaction guarantee. Don't like them for any reason? They'll refund your money. Easy as that. Remember, get your next box of climate-friendly and seriously totally delicious crackers at Airly Foods, A-I-R-L-Y-F-O-O-D-S dot com slash best friend and use the best friend promo code to get 25% off. And hey, thank you, Airly, for sponsoring this episode. Excuse me. I got part of the Jeff affliction where I can't talk. Okay. I think in a moment... We should do Irish snacks, snack chat. But Jeff, tell us about Ireland. Ireland. Uh, I went to Ireland. I just got back this past Monday and it was great. I It was a trip that I was supposed to take in March of 2020 and it got canceled for, I don't remember why. <laughs> oh, the world ended. And so we had to cancel the whole trip because of COVID. And so we finally redid the trip and I went with my buddy Frank and his family and it was a lot of fun. It was my first trip to Europe. And the Irish people were awesome. The Irish people are so great. They're so nice. But it did take me a full two days to actually really almost meet an Irish person. You know, I, was, I just got off the plane. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. I can't wait to hear an Irish accent, you know, that's the great brogue and all that. And we'd be walking down the street and I'd see some couple and I'd say, oh, look at this, this, this cute Irish couple. They're so Irish. They're so cute. And then they'd be walking by and they'd be like, ah, Tommy, I lost the fucking Daco to the Airbnb. What the fuck? <laughs> Everybody was just American there. And once we got out of Dublin, we met some Irish, Irish people. And uh, it was great. It was beautiful. And uh, so we were in Dublin for two or two and a half days. And that was great. The food was amazing. I did make a run to Tesco, which or Tesco Express, which is kind of like a fancy Seven Eleven. And the second day I was there, I I went shopping hungry and bought all of this weird Irish, terrible food, like convenience store type food. But I was like, mm. I'm going to eat some Irish food, and so I got these pies, and there, it was like a steak and kidney pie. I forget the brand name, but it had this like masculine guy on the front, and the slogan was um, "Just heat and eat, lads." <laughs> and I actually thought of Al when I saw this. I was like, Al would buy this. He would eat this. <laughs> just heat um, and eat. Just heat and eat, lads. And it was it was pretty good, but I ate too many of them. Fuck it. Who and... says you need to heat it? Exactly. Just <laughs> cram it in there. <laughs> cram it in there, lads. So I ate two of those pies. Um, and then I also got black and white pudding, which, just a little hint, it's not pudding. It's oh. sausage. Oh. Ish. And the black pudding uh, 
Guess what part of an animal makes that? Well, it's not black, but is it blood? It's, it's blood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's. Were you yeah. expecting like Jello pudding, like a dessert? <laughs> no, I, I actually Oreo. I didn't know what it was. I I mean I knew that it was some meat thing that was not actually pudding, but I had no idea really what was in it. Um, and then I started eating it, and I said, "Oh, the secret ingredient is blood." Does um, it taste like blood? But no, nah, it was just like real salt. Well, I don't know what blood tastes like, but well, I guess I do now. <laughs> it was so just pudding was, is. <laughs> savory in ireland or because well, in england don't they call everything dessert pudding <laughs> like england i swear they do every, all things pudding <laughs> everything is like pudding, your car right? keys are like oh so y- your, car your car keys are your puddings your car pudding <laughs> money I'm is pocket pudding <laughs> when i watch the crown all they do is talk about pudding yeah and i always that could assume mean anything it was okay <laughs> That could be some Magna Carta. Uh, <laughs> paper pudding. Yeah. Paper pudding. That papyrus pudding. The law pudding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Um, but these were clearly some kind of sausage thing. So I wanted to try them. And I had no Ooh. idea how to cook them, but I figured it out. Um, but other than that, the food was really amazing. I had maybe... Oh, there's Daniel Ooh. and the kids. Hey. Oh, my hey. goodness. Hi, Daniel Hey, everybody. Hi, everyone. What's happening? Hi, hey, kiddos. We're hearing mom, about no. some pudding that Jeff ate in Ireland. They can't and hear it, you. Uh, Hold on. I don't know how to do this so that they can hear you. <laughs> well, I'll just tell you, and then shirt. you you tell them uh, what I I'm saying. We're okay. hearing about some pudding Jeff ate in Ireland, and it was not what he expected. Okay, so they're hearing about pudding that Jeff ate in Ireland. <laughs> it was actually <laughs> sausage. It was sausage. So we were talking about pudding? soft swinging earlier. <laughs> All right, let's. Okay, everything. but kids. Can okay, let's. <laughs> okay, you guys want to say hi? Hi. Hi. Oh, there you go. Aww. Hi, Jenna okay. and Al and Jordan. Hi. And Jeff. Hi. What's hi. happening, everybody? All right. Let's try some snacks. What should we start with, Jeff? The song. Snapchat. So All right. I I I sent I got um, Coca Cola flavored Tic Tacs. Ooh. I got wine gums, which appear to be their version of like gummy things. Um, and I think that, yeah, the company that makes them is a big Irish company. I sent Jenna the packaging. I sent half to Allison and half to Jenna and Al. And I sent the packaging along with. Jenna and Al's because it so looked like drugs when I was packaging it. Like whatever X-ray machine it went through yeah. at US at the post office, you know the gummies look like edibles and the Tic Tacs clearly were pills. So I I included the packaging. Um, I think it's Richie's is the name of the company, and then also some um, not yet. They're essentially cookies, but they're they're tea biscuits called um, digestives. Mm. Which all right. So it's a terrible with. name, but you can sort of convince yourself soon. that it's medicine when it's digested. Soon. So I would Are say they, start soon. with the. Well. Oh, nice! Oh. Hey guys, hang on. Tell, oh, tell, the them, mal- to, tell them to pull, to pipe down. They <laughs> saying Zune? guys. Try to keep oh, and I forgot about the Maltesers. So I love a malted milk ball. Those are above and beyond normal malted milk. Balls. Let's try those, Daniel. I gave okay, you three, guys, first, so one for you okay, and the kids. Not yet. Not yet on this one. 
We do the malted I, milk ball first. I brought the whole box of malted milk balls back, and there were eight left. I that I split between the two of you. Okay, hold on, guys. Here we go. Sorry, Jordan. No, this is great. I'm loving it. I'm I'm anxious to hear. What, I'm anxious to hear what everyone thinks. I should say I was a late addition to the show, so I didn't get to get the snacks. But, Delicious. Um, I'm anxious to hear what you think, and I'll just after everyone is done, I'll say what I think I probably would have thought. Okay, great. That is way better than a Whopper. Way Isn't better it? than a Whopper. Yeah. Yeah. A I ate one with no malt, malt in it. In it. Yeah. yeah. I hate Whoppers. Malty. Mm. Mine just had it's a because caramel in it. This is nice chocolate. The Whopper, yeah. you're basically just eating wax. Right. Yeah. How is yeah. it, That's Elliot? a good point. Yeah. <laughs> Elliot did oh, not like, like it. it? Oh. Owen, Owen, like it. Ask Owen what he thought. Owen, what do you think, Owen? How is it? Good. Good. Nice. Right. We've got mixed results over here. Um, I liked it. It was softer than a Whopper too. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, it doesn't have quite the. Oh, yeah. We got to change stale. though. What, now what? What that? What's that? Say that again, Owen. I don't, I, I don't like it. Oh. <laughs> okay. Snuck <laughs> up on him. Okay. I like All right. All right, Daniel. What do you think? Um. Should we try? No, I tried it. Yeah. I would try the the Tic Tacs next because right. they. Okay. Okay. I had one of those, and they sort of sneak up on you. The flavor doesn't okay, hit you good. at first. It takes so, a little I while to kick in. Oh, Jordan, what do you think you would now. think sure. of the malt? I like Whoppers a lot, so I think if this is a better Whopper, I yeah. would have liked it a lot. Although maybe yeah. it has some Whopper-like yeah. qualities that I would miss. So um, okay. I'm going to say I probably would have liked this. The Good stale. It, yeah, I kind of like the waxiness of the Whopper. The waxy. You don't like Jenna, but um, <laughs> but I think this is interesting. It, it tastes like Coke. These are good. It's just so like weird. Coke. Yeah, I like it. That's good. Oh, amazing. What do you guys think? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, that's next, honey. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yes, what please. did you think of the candy? Did you like it, Owen? Yeah. Okay, Elliot. I'm what did you think? Swallow it. You got to chew it first. <laughs> Here's the thing. Oh, he's so cute. How's it taste? Is it good? Did you hurt yourself? What happened? Did you bite Uh-oh. Your Uh-oh. What's going on? What happened? Did you hurt your teeth? Snack chat injury, possibly. He's finding out that he tongue. hates Coca-Cola. Oh. Man down. The most dangerous thing. Oh, no. Segment. Okay. Oh. Oh, honey. Poor sweetie. That hurts. How's it taste, though? Goods. Okay, we good. got three goods over here. Three goods. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty tasty. Nice. These are delicious, but call me when they make Diet Coke ones, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have a real Coke Zero right. flavor. Told you. <laughs> oh, I guess they're going We're doing for the, the gummies, gummies, guys. All right. I feel How wasted are these going to make me? I think, <laughs> are they actually wine flavored? Because they have a real wine smell. Yeah, there's a... They have a they have an a, a non sweet smell to them. Are they um, actually so. made with wine? Because you know I've never had a drop of alcohol in my life. I would assume not. Mine tastes like lemon. My, these are not wine tasting. Oh, they, they smell. They have a very how weird smell, Allison. Like I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. I, yes, we will. Oh, and how oh my is God, the gummy? My children like them because I'm like not even wanting to. I'm I'm afraid of them. No, no, these are good. They're okay. Good. It's yeah, just they the right smell. amount of resistance. It's like not quite dot level, 
but it's not yes, sweet Owen, as fish on. either. I'm I'm loving what you're throwing down, Al. Some yeah. resistance is real nice in the mouth with the gummy. I know what you mean. I would <laughs> love you. a little would love a little mouth resistance right about now. <laughs> um, <laughs> what color should I go for, guys? What color is everyone springing for? Is it? The green. How is the it, green Owen? one was really oh. good. Yummy. Yummy. Nice. Did you have the gummy, Owen? Did you eat the gummy? Oh yeah. Good, right? You need to Was work on their scent. Yeah. 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 I eat another one. Okay. Now, I give do- Richie's wine gums two enthusiastic thumbs up. Nice. They're surprisingly the good. Do they so smell? Good. Do they smell weird individually, or is it just the bag? Like, does each one have its own smell? It's just an odd smelling. Yeah. And they have the name of. of Different kinds so of wine on this. them. Like it says, like Chablis or Rioja. <laughs> oh, yeah, this says port. Oh, interesting. Oh, this one fun. says um, gin, gin. Gin? Okay. Yeah, that's gin is gin. wine in Ireland. All right, guys. Here we go. Mine tastes like Your cookie tastes like strawberry? Yeah. All right. Seems they've moved on to the. Cookies. I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, it's chocolate. So I grew up on digestives. Oh really? In Korea, we had them oh, yeah. as well, and they were we ate them like crazy. Yeah, they're so good. When they're you so said good, and they're good with tea and coffee, they're and they're so, so cheap over there. I I wanted to buy some because they've been recommended to me, and you know we go to whatever store, and a huge tube of them was like. Literally like forty cents. They were so crazy cheap. Are, are they so chocolate? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, one, the ones I sent over have chocolate on oh, top of good. them, but the regular ones have. They're just plain cookie. Gotcha. Yeah, they have non-chocolate version, but why bother? Yeah, <laughs> Nick Vitties. So it's like a little cracker cookie thing with chocolate on top. Oof, dang, they're good. That's good. Okay, Elliot. What do you think of the cookie? Good. Owen, oh, what do you think? Mm, it's good. There you go. He's good. They also have a version made from oats called hobnobs. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, hobnobs are the best. These are the ones. Sounds like something a soft swinger would do. <laughs> swinger. Swinger. You, the, um, Europe, does, Europe does like mass market grocery store chocolate so well. Like they're yes. just mm-hmm. stuff you buy in a gas station is so good compared to our stuff you buy in a gas station. And I like our stuff you buy in a gas station. <laughs> not, a, not a knock to our uh, impulse buy treats, but yeah, the like just mm-hmm. Cadbury stuff in England is so good. Okay. Yeah. And the the cheese in Ireland was amazing. We went to the oh, yeah. store and we, we just bought the store brand of, I forget what kind of cheese and it was it was better than anything you get here almost. Daniel, will you ask them what their favorite was? Okay, guys. What was your favorite candy? Owen, you go first. What was your favorite? Cookie. Cookie. Okay, Elliot, what was your favorite? Um, I think those are white things. Oh, the Coca-Cola Tic Tacs. Surprise. Controversy. They were good. You can Yes, you can have more. All right. Why did you like the cookie so much, Owen? That's good. It's just good. Okay, why did you like the Tic Tac so much, Elliot? Um, I don't know. Excellent. Still thinking okay. about it. Thanks, <laughs> he guys. Know. All right. Daniel, bye, everyone. Like good best. to see you. 
Bye. Cool. Daniel, Bye. Best. <laughs> Daniel. Okay. Oh. That's fun. <laughs> I think he liked the wine gummies the best. <laughs> Um, so I have been trying to get off and I've actually done fairly well getting switching to water and not drinking my refresh sodas anymore. What? Um, Why? But you love refresh It's I know. part of your deal. Allison. I'm, it's part, it's I'm my personality. Shocked. This is like Some Dylan people, going electric. I feel betrayed. Some people Water love, can yeah. suck a dick. I don't like it that much. <laughs> right? It's my, right. Like, it's like some people love to travel. I love yeah. soda. Um, because I was suffering, I think I think I've talked about it, and I feel bad that I made people listen to it. Because when people talk about d- dental issues, I tune out oh, so yeah, fast sure. that I can't believe I devoted like <laughs> two episodes of the show to talking about going to the dentist. And I know that everyone here w- was on those episodes, so I'm sorry. Um, I was I was suffering enamel loss, and we suspected it was coming from the sodas. Oh my god! What? Oh, bummer. I had a um I had a kidney stone very early in life, and when I had it the the that was what the doctor said it was from a like lifetime of uh you know nine parts soda one part water how <laughs> early in life are we talking it's like 24 oh it's early yeah yeah, yeah. It was, uh not not fun so yeah now i that that started me on just chugging water so uh, um this is all i mean i still very like, depressing news for me I'm not fully. I'm not fully committed. But so anyway, <laughs> we're still have the occasional get... refresh. Don't deny yourself the occasional refreshing. Oh yeah, I still I still sneak it in. Okay, but so we're trying. So we're trying to get Owen to be more hydrated because he's like battles constipation. And it's a it's a it's a whole thing. Sure, which I've also made everyone listen to. It's an ongoing thing. Um, and he doesn't. Whereas Elliot does not like carbonation. Elliot really likes just water. Mm-hmm. Like a normal human being, Owen does not like just water. So I'll give him water, and I'll put a. That's Owen has become now like the receptacle for all of the sodas because I still have you know so many of them around. So I'll put like a little <laughs> bit of one of my old sodas, fresh in there. And so today he like, you know, drank it, and he goes, "I love that soda. <laughs> I love good soda, mommy." <laughs> Like, Sounds like he's auditioning for a commercial. I know. <laughs> I, know. I love that he's hold, soda. Holding the can label <laughs> out. <laughs> What's with second children loving soda? Dylan. Your, really? Oh, yeah. obsessed. In fact, she saw these today because I had them on the counter and she went like, Coke Tic Tacs? <laughs> can we try those, mom? I mean, she loves soda. Like, I have to remind her to drink water. Same thing. Like, no, you may not have it. You cannot. You have to drink water. Jenna, as a soda head, have you drank out of a Coke Freestyle machine? I have. Do you yeah. like it? I think it is a, I think it is a lesser soda. Interesting. <laughs> That's the opposite of my feeling. Really? Yeah. The freestyle, I, huh? where you push the button and mm-hmm. it all comes out the same spout? Oh. Yeah. Interesting. I love that soda I- cloaca where everything comes out of the same spout. <laughs> Wait, uh. but are you like, do you like crazy flavors? Like you're like, give me that lemon lime strawberry Fanta. Yeah. Or, I, okay. Yeah, I do. I do like that. I do like the like flavor mashup element yeah. of it. And uh, yeah, and, and, and maybe could be that I, so there's a little more of an occasional thing for me and I just like right. that I'm drinking a soda 
basically that's probably what's going on here. But <laughs> the times I have had it, I do. Part of me is like, this is the perfect like ratio mix carbonation syrup. It it yeah it they always taste like a home run to me. This is you've you've had good freestyle experiences because I have found that unless the place who owns the freestyle is taking exceptional care of their freestyle machine maintenance could be an issue it's it's a <laughs> real hot mess because i've had some really bad diet coke from a freestyle but it's like usually the place you can tell sure. needs some help so and i've heard we have met a lot of people here who work for coca-cola because it's based in atlanta and I've had a lot of conversations. I usually like to bend their ear pretty good. And uh, <laughs> I like to really get into the nitty gritty of the soda details. And they have said that the the freestyle machine needs cleaning like every day, basically, oh, to like maintain its gloriousness. Right. Yeah. Okay. So then they- I'm real. I like get nervous around the freestyle. Like, is it going to be bad? Because nothing bums me out more than a bad soda. What do they use to clean it? That's what has me nervous. The idea that people use white vinegar for cleaning out things, because the, the idea, I have a real aversion to white vinegar. Oh, you do? See, yeah. I love vinegar. I'm like, just douse it on everything. I pour vinegar down. The, every, I, I put vinegar in my laundry sometimes. I know. People mm. <laughs> People do that. They swear by it. But the what smell the, of it's it. amazing. It cleans your clothes a little better, and your clothes come out softer. Oh. It's awesome. You just pour a little pour a little vinegar in your washing machine when you're going to do your laundry. I love it. Just where you yeah. put the detergent? I just pour it right into my clothes. Huh. Yeah. I use it as a fabric softener, too. Yeah, yeah. it makes your clothes yeah. really soft. Mm-hmm. Vinegar's amazing. I Clean love strains. vinegar. <laughs> you don't mind the smell? The smell of white vinegar doesn't bother you? Mm-mm. No. My grandma, used to, a bit. my grandma used to sip it after every meal. She would stand oh, at, the, yeah. at the sink and sip, and she lived till huh. she was like 98, two or three spoonfuls every meal. Yeah. Of she white would have 105 if she didn't do that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I like salad dressing vinegar and the other vinegars, but why distilled white vinegar, the smell of it, just, uh, it's like my very least favorite smell of all the smells. Wasn't there an apple cider vinegar like health trend recently? Yeah, it's still going on. But I feel like I talked to people who would like try and explain apple cider vinegar to me, and I would always zone out before I obtain <laughs> like, any of the necessary information. Yeah, there's like there's a Venn yes. diagram between them and kombucha as well, and I also right. can't really get behind kombucha. What about you guys? Same. Oh, wait, I tried apple cider vinegar because I can't. I don't do kombucha, and it. Is so bad tasting, and I have friends who are like, "Oh, it's fine. You get used to it. You just chug it down." I and I get used to it. Yeah, it's yeah. too hard. It's it's too much. And you like you make your own mix. You know, you put a little honey in it to make it worse, or I don't know. It's just <laughs> the whole thing is a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kombucha. This was my worse. take. Is I like tea, and I like sauerkraut. But I don't like them together, mm. and that's what kombucha tastes like. <laughs> yes, that's what it smells like. Yeah, you know who I bet would have had no problem with apple cider vinegar? Al's ancient grandma, <laughs> for mm, sure. Probably not. Yeah, she'd probably be just fine. Chug it. <sighs> Listen, I want to tell you guys about FrameBridge. It's an amazing new service. Uh, 
Although I've used them before, so they're not brand new. Um, FrameBridge makes it super easy and affordable to frame your favorite things from art prints and posters to the travel photos sitting on your phone. With Father's Day around the corner, FrameBridge also makes the perfect gift. In fact, select gifts ship next day. Here's how it works. Just go to FrameBridge.com and upload your photo, or they'll send you packaging to safely mail in your physical pieces. Preview Preview your item online in dozens of frame styles and gallery wall layouts. Choose your favorite or get free recommendations from their talented designers. The experts at FrameBridge will custom frame your item and deliver your finished pieces directly to your door ready to hang. Instead of the hundreds you'd pay at a framing store, their prices start at $39 and all shipping is free. Plus, my listeners will get 15% off their first order at FrameBridge.com when they use my code BESTFRIEND. Order online at FrameBridge.com or stop by a FrameBridge store to work with a designer in person if you're in New York, D.C., Atlanta, Philly, Boston, or Chicago. Um, I have a number of FrameBridge pieces in my home, and I uh, I have a, a Jenna Kim Jones going away present photo that I used FrameBridge to frame. I think she's going to hold it up. Um, get started today. Frame your photos or send someone... There it is. The perfect gift. Go to framebridge.com and use promo code BESTFRIEND to save an additional 15% off your first order. Just go to framebridge.com, promo code BESTFRIEND, framebridge.com, promo code BESTFRIEND. All right. Um, let's see. Jeff, I feel like maybe we didn't finish hearing about Ireland because we got, um, we got interrupted by a big person and two little people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Ireland was great. We got a we got a lot of really good weather. I actually got sunburned twice there. I think I might be the first person to ever get sunburned in Ireland. <laughs> ever. A witch, get him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They took me to the hospital. It couldn't make sense. Of it. But it, it was just shockingly beautiful. Got to play with a lot of animals. I got bit by a horse. That was fun. Whoa. Was it bad? It hurt a lot. It hurt a lot. He bit me on my arm, my forearm, and I, I could actually feel my my two forearm bones like bending, uh, but it was all in good fun. <laughs> but I, I fed a bunch of sheep and goats and at my Airbnb in Galway, the hostess said, well, I hope you like cats as she was showing me my room and she opened the window and this black cat with a little white spot just came running up and jumped in the window. And she's like, yeah, he'll hang out in your room and in your bed. Aww. And I was like, Oh, I guess I can tolerate this. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. He was really sweet. Will but... he be making biscuits? Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that. It was, it was just really nice. It was a great trip. And the crazy thing was the roads there, you know, you read in the books about, oh, they have these crazy, super narrow country roads. And it's like, I grew up in Bucks County, Pennsylvania. There's a bunch of colonial era roads that have not been improved that I would drive up and down every day. So... I, you know, I said pish posh to your narrow road warnings. <laughs> oh my God. There are roads there that are legitimately traveled roads that are, that would be the equivalent of someone's driveway in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Just two tracks where your tires go, grass in the middle, completely un, you know, unpaved or anything. Um, the good, the good thing is nobody drives there. So it's not like you really encounter anyone, but we had some really hairy, um, experiences on the road. It's just. Yeah, a lot of critters, a lot of beautiful scenery, and just so green. The skies are so blue. It's just really amazing. And the people are so nice. I had the best hamburger I think I ever had in my life there, too. Really? Mm. Yeah, in Westport. And uh, 
I took a bite of it and instantly handed it to my friend Frank and I said, you have to try this because hmm. I think this is the best hamburger I've ever had in my life and I need you to back well, me up. What was it? What did they do to it? Well, it was all local beef. So there, there's just cows and sheep everywhere there. So I guess all the beef is grass fed. So it was local grass fed beef and it just... It was just amazing. And we, we actually wound up going back there and I got a different burger. And so, um, yeah, it was it was amazing. The, the cheese and beef there is just fantastic. You, you sent some pictures and it looked so beautiful. Not the, I'm not of the burger. I would have liked oh, the I picture pi- of the I burger. I have pictures of the burger. <laughs> oh, I can't <laughs> see that. It looked, it looked so beautiful. I've never been to Ireland. I've been to Europe, but never to Ireland. And uh, now I need to go. Yeah, it's really beautiful. And like I said, the people were so nice and... The only weird thing I don't want, I'm I'm just saying this as a thing, as a bit. I don't want to put Al off of going to Ireland, hmm. and I think this is going to put Al off of going to Ireland. The switches there, they have a lot of switches. Maybe this is a European thing, but there's a switch on the outlet on the wall. So in order to use the outlet oh, on the wall, I you have to flip, is, flip the switch. Yeah. Not a I switch guy, this. Al. But, but, <laughs> Pointless. But, but wait, there's more. <laughs> So there's a switch on the outlet that you have to hit to, to turn the outlet on. Oh. And then let's say there's a cable going to the electric stove. Then you have to make sure that switch is on. And then there's a switch on the stove. Al, is your head spinning? But wait, there's more. <laughs> the switches. So they're, you know, outlet for or switches for lights and stuff. I yeah. thought it was just a goofy thing in the first Airbnb we were staying at. But it was everywhere. Up does not necessarily mean on for a light. No. So <laughs> you walk into any room, one switch you hit up and the lights go on, the one right next to it you hit up and the lights go off. It's just completely random as yeah. far as I can tell. Why no, all the switches? I don't know. <clears throat> codes are Safety. weird. In, the, in the other countries, codes are s- super different. And so some, they'll like, you have to have a an off switch to the outlet close to the water or some other, like they'll have all these different rules. And codes. It's pointless. It doesn't what's make any your, sense. Al, what's the worst switch you've ever seen in your life? <laughs> well, the thing I hate when switches are he on the outside of the room. This. So, like, oh, oh I'm going to go into the yeah. bathroom, flip yeah. the switch, and then go into the bathroom. You're just asking to poop in the dark. Someone's going to go through and fuck that. <laughs> Be romantic. The worst, the worst electrical experience I had was in Uruguay. They, you have to plug your shower head into the wall. And then if you get too close to the shower head, it shocks you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that seems like a design flaw. I don't think you're being too picky in that situation. (laughs) It's absolutely wrong. And it's because it's supposed to heat up in this electric shower head. And you're like, I am using electrically charged water. Oh, that's such a bad idea. That seems like a Polish joke your grandma makes to you. (laughs) It's literally about an electrical shower. Just a pipe coming out of the wall and you just screw this electrical thing and then you plug it in it was unbelievable oh so dangerous yeah it's super dangerous is there no hot water elsewhere in in the place you're living uh no no we didn't have any other hot water so uh it was that and then you could buy like a 15 or 10 liter hot water tank that you could hang up on the wall but that Mm -hmm. was expensive and i was uh, in a town of like a thousand people in the middle of nowhere just sheep and emus and cows and it was like, that was it. And shock so. shower. Yeah. Shock wire. There, yeah. there was a lot of that because a lot of the houses in Ireland are older. So, you know, there's really not anywhere to put a hot water heater. So they would have these individual yeah. things in the shower that were kind of a a pump that 
would heat it on demand. And they just, they make a lot of noise and the temperature's all over the place and you get frozen yeah. right away. But my, my friend did get shocked by one of them and he said, yeah, yeah. that's, that's, this seems like not a great idea. It's not great. Um, it's not, but great. I oh, we got say, switches. We got to switch over the wall. We got though. switches. Yeah. Yeah. You have to flip these three switches to get the one switch As you're just to get electrocuted. To yeah. Reaching out for the switch. Sounds, yeah. You don't like want to get surprised. Like a puzzle in mist. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but what makes up for all of the electrocution and terrible <laughs> toilet paper, uh, the potato chips there. Uh, I, bet they I don't know why it surprised chips. me, but I they, have they have amazing chips. potato chips. So good. So many yeah. different flavors, like aged cheddar and this and that. And there was one that actually had like a clover uh, spice in it. Ooh. Mm. Amazing potato chips. Uh, Jeff, was, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was just curious, uh, pandemic wise, what was it like over there? Oh, it was the Wild West. I mean, the pandemic, the second I stepped into LAX, the pandemic apparently is over. Yeah. Like, I was the only person wearing a mask at LAX, <laughs> the only person on the plane. Almost nobody was wearing a mask in Ireland. I just. Interesting. I was, I was thrilled to get out of there without catching COVID. I just, mm-hmm. I was sure I was going to get it there. Um, but I only got a bad cold. I didn't get COVID. Um, but I have to say, I'm, I'm with Jenna a little bit on the not being in love with traveling thing. I loved being in Ireland. <laughs> I loved being somewhere. But like getting there, man, I'm not into it. It was a right? real bummer. It, I just, it's, it was like the combination of like if you took the DMV and mixed it with like an open office plan and made <laughs> you stay there for 10 hours. Like that's what international <laughs> travel is like. Like when you get the, 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 beam down thing from star trek and i can just hop in it and go that i'm all for it but man international travel is a pain in the ass that's why i became really obsessed recently with like when do i get and this is and and i I, again i recognize this is odious again not a garfield reference where i was just like (laughs) when do i get to be one of these people who flies first class or private like when does that era of my life start (laughs) and i probably it's never going to But how do I get to that point, you know, because that's the only way to make it tolerable. Well, the other thing was I got I got yelled at by an Aer Lingus stewardess because I didn't put my bag in the overhead. Right. Like I like I know how to do that. But it occurred to me like so let's say you go on a trip, right? You're going on a trip. Let's say you spend six hundred dollars on your airfare. You spend six hundred dollars on lodging and six hundred dollars on meals and entertainment. Right. Like, oh, that's a decent trip. There's only one portion of that trip or, or of that spending where you expect to get treated like dog crap. Not only, <laughs> not only do you accept, but you expect to get treated like dog crap the entire time. It's like right. when you fly, it's like it's not cheap and it should be awesome. It's like you're getting into a tube and you're going to like be in Europe like this is they're going to serve me food in this tube going 400 miles an hour. But it's the worst experience. You just yeah. you just. You spend six hundred dollars to get yelled at from like the minute you get dropped <laughs> off at the curb. You know, there's some cop there telling you you're sitting too long and you got to move. You know, it's like you just get yelled at the whole yeah. time. It's like you should be paying me for how much I'm getting yelled. Yeah, at. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you're in trouble from the beginning to the end. Exactly. It's like every step of it is like you're about to get called into the principal's office. <laughs> uh, Jeff, I don't know if you're a if you are a drinker or not, but did you go into like a pub? Did you have a pint a pint at the pub? Oh yeah, yeah. I had a lot of Guinness. It was the Guinness really is different over there. It's really good, and like the Dunkin' Donuts on the East Coast. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it was really good, and um, you know, just that pub atmosphere was really nice. We didn't spend too much time like inside a pub. We went to hear some traditional music the last night we were there, but yeah, I drank my weight in Guinness. 
Um, and the bartenders are great. Just everybody's super nice and friendly and chats you up. And um, yeah, just fresh Guinness everywhere. It was, it was really amazing. But they had a lot of other good beers too. Uh, but yeah, we had great weather. So we just sat outside a lot. That sounds so nice. It I think was- it's time to say hello and welcome to the new patrons. Allison wants to say thank you to a couple of special people out there who signed up to be new patrons. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Hello and welcome to Katie. Hello and welcome to Kiri Wan. Unless it's Carrie Wan, but I'm going to stick with Kiri right in and let me know if I'm saying that wrong. Uh, signed up for texting level and an annual subscription. Paige is at the texting level. And Jessica, hello and welcome. Again, sign up for a year. Get two months free. Okay. Um, let's see. Jenna and Al, what's going on with you guys? I know you don't live in Texas. And Jenna, you're doing lots of touring coming up, right? Did you guys move? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are never moving again. That's what our move last year taught us. Um, um, things are good. Yes, lots of sh- great shows coming up. Stand-up is back, which is fun. I'm loving that. Al, what do you have going on? I, I mean, my, my day-to-day is uh, a lot of kids, and it's great. I love it. I just got a mouth guard to sleep with. Oh, congratulations. Thank Did you. you have to do a yeah, mold? Very exciting. Hmm? Did you have to do a mold? Yeah, yeah, but they do it now with this like fancy wand that just takes pictures of your <gasps> mouth. It's the coolest thing ever. It doesn't hurt. It's so easy. Wait, so I got in. Yeah, they don't fill your mouth with putty anymore. Oh, no. that was the worst. That happened. Oh, no. my god. No. Maybe I'm open to getting one then because I totally need to get one. But I'm like, I can't do the impressions oh. anymore. It was like a literally like a wand that she just rubbed all over my teeth and then magically my mouth appeared on a computer screen. It was Sounds so fun. cool. I would do that even if I wasn't getting a mouth guard. <laughs> was, well, <laughs> and I have this like amazing picture of my mouth and I'm like that those are my teeth. <laughs> I recognize those teeth. That's crazy. So I just got it. I've slept with it for maybe four nights and I'm doing okay. The first night was fine. Second night, I ripped it out in the middle of the night. (laughs) Then the last two nights, I've kept it in. So progress. Um, But I've been grinding my teeth. I guess I don't even know what the benefits of a mouth guard are supposed to be. So I have not great teeth. And I have one tooth in the back that I'm for sure going to have to get a root canal on. But. I was complaining about, I just have like tightness and my whole mouth kind of aches these days. And I thought I had something really bad, but the doctor was like, you need to calm down. You're fine. And so then they sent me to the dentist and the dentist was like, you're grinding your teeth at night uh, bad. And so I got a mouth guard, which I do think it's helping. Like I, I can't grind my teeth physically. So that is helping. Um, and I think when I'm waking up at night, it's because the mouth guard is actively stopping me from grinding my teeth. So I'm waking up going like, what's different? <laughs> but I wake up like a little more, a little less cranky about it. Thank huh? goodness. Anyway, so, that's <laughs> so that's been my uh, real excitement on a personal level. I got a mouth guard. Uh, that but is exciting. Kids, I know, right? The kids are great, and stand-up is back, which is like, yay. Yay, yay. Yay. And you're doing... Did I hear you're doing another special? Yes, I am. I'm going to be doing another special in the fall. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's in Chandler, Arizona. Tickets are on <laughs> Ticketmaster.com. Hype man. Check it out. Yeah, wow. go to Ticketmaster. We're, we're bringing a film name. crew in. It's going to be a big deal. So come it's on. That's going to be so awesome. Cool. Yeah, buy tickets. Yeah. How did you pick think- Chandler, Arizona? Uh, just the demographics. It seems mm-hmm. to be right. the right uh, city, the size, Good fan the people. base there. Yeah, Chandler is on the... The the facility we're using is on uh, right between Gilbert and Chandler, Mesa, Phoenix, Tempe, all those areas. So you go like this is kind of where we're trying to hit, and yeah. the, the rates are good. Yeah, that too. <laughs> uh, Not New York. I visited Sedona last year and Ooh. thought it was one of the most beautiful places ever. Sedona you, was yeah. wonderful, lovely. Did you do yep. the pink uh, the pink Jeep tours? No, I blew it, though. I should have fucking gone on the pink jeep. I kick myself every day. I grind my teeth at night because I didn't go on the pink jeep. And the only thing that'll... Uh, yeah, I, I I didn't do the pink jeep. That's something... Uh, one of their, like, famous, you know, yeah. tourist attractions. Um, maybe kind of like the duck boat tour a little bit. Yeah. Um, I didn't do it, and I feel like such a fool. Such a fucking fool. <laughs> so going to- awesome. Sedona was beautiful. I don't know if the, you're... you're Stand-up location is close, but uh, if you can do it. Sedona is, yeah, it is. Everyone talks about it. I've actually never been. I haven't spent a ton of time in Arizona. Uh, It's hot. A little hot. And... Yeah. We're going to Tucson for July fourth, and it's gonna like I think it's like a hundred and twenty degrees or something. Oh yeah, yeah. Like if yeah. if we have car trouble on the way there, we are gonna die. But it's a, <laughs> but it's a dry heat. It's a dry. Heat. <laughs> but yeah, I can't. It's a dry. It'll be a dry I don't death. Even, you don't notice <laughs> it in your car. <laughs> It's my hair will heave. look. My hair looks yeah. better in dry temperate temperatures oh. or in dry climate. So yeah. I'll have that going for me. But other than that, it's going to be <laughs> uncomfortable. Yeah, just watch out. Those seatbelts, they'll burn you. But you can uh. bake cookies in your car. So, <laughs> so you know, I don't know. It's fun. all exciting. That'll Kids be will fun. Love it. Uh, <laughs> what's uh, why did y'all pick Tucson for Fourth of July? Uh, that's where Daniel is from, actually, and oh, so we're gonna go visit his that. parents. Cool. Um, yeah, my kids have never seen like where his mom lives, and we're gonna visit his dad. And I've actually only been cool. to Tucson once, a long time ago. So it's like a <laughs> we're gonna go go to Daniel where a, Dan, a pilgrimage to where Daniel is from, nice. and we chose July Fourth just because it was like an easy decent time except for the fact that it's going to be hot as hell hotels are cheap you know yeah it's like a a good time of year to go hotel wise not temperature wise (laughs) yeah so we'll see we did consider sedona though um and you know if we had gone we could have done these pink jeep tours that i'm only hearing about now yeah i know go or and and uh, (laughs) so you're not kicking yourself for the rest of your damn life there's like guilt sedona you like get it's like a Magical. You, you, you kind of transport to another place and you become someone different. You're Is like Sedona? walking. And, you, yes. and I, yeah. we bought like a like a Spanish music CD because I said, oh, I like this. What's it, What's playing overhead? I'll take one of these albums. And then you get home and you're like, I'm not listening to the Spanish guitar all the time. <laughs> so there's so there's home yeah. Al and then there's Sedona Al. Oh right. my there God. clearly is. I'd like, to meet, I'd like to meet Sedona Al. <laughs> um, so... Sedona Al. Sedona Al showing off those tootsies. Sedona Al needs showing to meet Island Maine. Dan. Yeah. Island Dan and Sedona Al. Now that's a podcast. Yes. Um, I'd listen. It's a Jimmy Buffett album. Um. So Al, tell me, since you seem to be our resident Sedona expert. Oh, yeah. Um. 
Is this the place in Arizona where all the buildings have to be the same color? I think so. Yeah, like there's a whole. There's like a, there's a McDonald's and the arches like have to be turquoise yeah. because that's the color of Sedona. Yeah, turquoise I, yeah. is like yeah. the Austin of of Arizona. I drove by that McDonald's with the teal arches. And yeah. it is so disorienting. You know, like I guess I don't realize like, oh, I just see you see the McDonald's logo everywhere and seeing it slightly different makes you feel like you're dead. I was like, this is so fucked up. <laughs> These fucking maniacs. What did they do? You feel like you're in a like a liminal space between heaven and hell. But like is the person you become in Sedona someone a little bit mystical and a little bit enchanted because that's what i hear about sedona and it's similar to like what happens in santa fe evidently another mystical probably enchanting town that i haven't been to look at this clay pot i i need this can you ship this to my house and they're like yeah for a thousand dollars and you're like (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's ridiculous this music this music and I'm like, oh yeah. Anyway, I'm dying. Where is the CD? Do we have it in the house somewhere? Because I need to play it. Who were you? If you weren't with Jenna when you turned into Sedona Al, who were you with? Were you with Jolene? No, we were. I went down there for like a family reunion, and I was very single. And like I drove my parents around. It's it's not a it's not a sexy story in any way. Glamour, very depressing. Yeah, yeah. And you turned into Sedona out. Did any of them turn into Sedona versions of themselves? Yeah, my parents bought like a like a vase for like a thousand dollars, and I went like, <laughs> "What? They? We stay at like Motel Sixes with the VCRs because why would I pay extra? You know?" And then they bought like a vase or something. I mean, it was really weird. When I Do went, I got it? my aura photographed. You did? Oh, yeah. see, yeah, there it is. What did you with learn the, about yourself? How was, was it? Like it? A, a laser wand like Jenna's teeth? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it was just so every... So most stores, if it's not a some fucked up bizarro McDonald's, <laughs> is a store with the the little Coco Pelli guy on the sign. Do you know that guy? He like mm-hmm. plays the... He's yeah, like a, you would know him if you saw him. Yeah. He's like a little <laughs> kind of like a okay. cave drawing, a little bit of a guy who's playing a flute. Oh, I think. yes, yes, yeah, that's Coco Pelli. Yeah, this is like everyone's every, saying yes, but it's I every do not ankle know. tattoo. Every you remember, there's there's remember? like a million bumper stickers with him on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like okay, I'm gonna look him up. Um, <laughs> Coco Pelli. Yeah, Sedona. I think it's a. Yeah, I don't really know what he represents. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry if he is a sacred symbol to someone out there, and I'm, I'm disparaging him. I don't, I don't exactly know the history, and I'm sure it's the proud one. Oh, I, I recognize him. I yeah. didn't realize that was a thing. Um, so it's yeah, a fertility so, a, deity, a fertility deity. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um. Yep. So every oh, sign yes. has that. On I it. have seen him. He, I associate him with hacky sack. Yes, exactly. Yes, yeah. the hacky sack. It's the the official logo of the drum circle. It's yeah. that yeah. that whole scene. Yeah, there we go. That's Got it. it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, every store has that on the sign and sells um crystals, uh, acupuncture like do it yourself acupuncture books <laughs> and our <laughs> advertises aura photography. <laughs> um, where you go and get your your aura snapped. 
And uh, mm. yeah, I got mine and um, learned jack shit about and myself. How, as you say, <laughs> how's it been <laughs> since? <laughs> but do they not? How's it been since? Yeah, do they not like decipher it for you? Uh, they it was you know it was one of those things like I mentioned earlier. It's like oh well, you really like to sometimes. You really get energy from people, but you need your alone time too. What? Yeah, yeah. You like food, but you don't always eat it. You're not always eating food, but sometimes <laughs> you do eat food. Oh, so wow! At the end of the day, you feel tired. Right, you feel a little tired at the end of the day. Yeah. I think the problem with these shops too is like you walk in and they'll say, "Here's all these shiny rocks we found." And we tumbled them and we made them and you can buy them. Or you can buy this rock tumbling kit and do it yourself. And you're like, I love rock tumbling. <laughs> I want to do home you, tumbling. <laughs> yeah, you go home and you just find like concrete rocks and you're just tumbling them and you think they're going to be shiny and amazing. And it's just the worst experience ever that you Let's pay for. I, I have a rock tumbler <laughs> do you really? that I purchased at FAO Schwartz <laughs> when I was like eight years old. And it is still in... My parents' garage, and someday I will tumble those. I mean, I don't know if it expires. We never did it. It's uh, you have to plug it in, and I think it's very loud. It's very loud. I don't know why we still have it though. I know exactly it's where very, it is. It's a whole industry. They sell them to eight to ten year olds. They make a bucket load, and you've never tumbled a single rock. Yeah, no. yeah. It, it, that is definitely is one of those things that in the store it seems like a fun idea, and then you're like, I don't feel like tumbling rocks. Right. Mm-mm. Take back the night house and go get that rock tumbler and tumble a rock. It's never too late to reclaim your childhood. I know. Take it to Tucson with you. (laughs) But maybe rock tumblers, I got to do some research because maybe they've come a long way. Like maybe that's, you know, rock tumblers of the past. And now they're like USB powered rock tumblers. Silent (laughs) rock tumbler. Yeah. That's right. T- yeah. Tumbling in Tucson is my favorite Jimmy Buffett album. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, this has been the most fun. Thank you so much, Jeff. Thank you for for facilitating this wondrous snack chat. My um, pleasure. I just it is a true Christmas miracle that I actually got this stuff in the mail in time. You told us about it, and it arrived in my mailbox like a day and a half later. I was so impressed. <laughs> Thank you to the postal service as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Did you know that the Postal Service has a podcast? I mean, talk about everyone having a podcast these days. Yeah, because I get the emails that um, tell you what mail you're going to get that day. And at the bottom of it, it mentioned that the Postal Service has a podcast. Do you think they still do Do they do Stamps.com commercials, do you think? (laughs) Oh, I bet bet they don't. I bet they don't. I love that email, though. That tells you like, hey, here's the mail that's coming into your mailbox. Yes. I, I just also, heard about this. I also love that email. That email oh, rules. <laughs> I've never like Jesus. done anything with the information, but I'm like, yeah. I'm here comes a Bed today. Bath & Beyond coupon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't Hell wait yeah. to throw that away. I'm going to go right out there and get it. <laughs> I can make room in my recycling bin. This is great. Mm-hmm. I can ahead. <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, let's see. This is usually the time that I tell everyone, if you like what you're hearing, or even if you don't, please make sure you're subscribed and uh, leave us a nice comment on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Five stars is my favorite number. We read the comments on the show in a little segment that I call iTunes Comments of the Week, good and bad. And uh, follow me on social media at Allison Rose on Twitter and Instagram. Listen to my other podcasts, uh, Childish and... Boy, this has been a real uh-heavy show, which is where I say uh a lot. I gotta really get rid of that. I do too. Maybe in the 45th year of me 
talking into a microphone. I'll look into that. Um, and there it is again. And Upworthy Weekly, you. lighthearted news podcast comes out on Saturdays. Jenna, where might yes. we find you? You can find me on social media at Jenna Kim Jones. Pretty much everywhere except TikTok because I gotta stay away from from all the talks out there. And uh, let's see, JennaKimJones.com. And uh, I'm doing a bunch of shows uh, coming up. So you can find all those shows at JennaKimJones.com. I'll be in Idaho, Nevada, Georgia, Missouri, North Carolina, Washington, and Arizona. It's going to be a fun summer. Come see me, Jenna Kim Jones. And we have a podcast, Couple Friends podcast, where you can hear me and Hashtag Al once a week. We'll just talk about whatever, and it's a lot of fun, and you should definitely check it out. Do it. Al? Uh, I am at the hashtag Al, uh, but I never check them, and I never sign in. So tweet away. (laughs) And uh, like I said, Ticketmaster.com, check out Jenna's show in Arizona. Come be on camera and be a part of Jenna's next show. Do it. Jordan? Uh, yeah, I I do a podcast called Jordan Jesse Go. It is a uh, similar chat around to this show. If you uh, if you like Allison, she's been a guest uh, many times, a beloved recurring guest. So uh, you can check out those eps. And uh, yeah, I've mentioned this on the show before, but I co-wrote a sci-fi comedy graphic novel called Bubble. And if you were waiting for it to be nominated for awards to buy it, it is now nominated for two Eisner awards. So if what? you need if you need if you purchase books based on them getting award nominations now's the time to uh to check out the sci-fi comedy graphic novel bubble uh wherever you get your books and comic books wonderful congratulations and jeff what about you i'm on twitter at colonel jeff fox you can follow my hilarious cat at big louie the cat on twitter he's more (laughs) fun than me he's gonna have more followers than me soon (laughs) if you like politics try the hacks on tap podcast with David Axelrod, Mike Murphy, and Robert Gibbs to give you a little inside baseball stuff about politics. Also, The Bully Pulpit from USC, another good political show. And if you want to hear more of Allison Rosen, the latest episode of The Dana Gould Hour features a long-form interview with Allison Rosen herself. Ooh, Just came nice. out. That's right. Yes, go check that out. Um, you guys, thank you so much. This was so much fun. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Yeah, Allison Rosen is your new best.